Hello everybody and welcome back to the Scrapyard. I'm your host Nathan Mealpolder, joined here by Taylor. Hi! And in person, Xavier. Hi, I'm in person. Today, we're going to be talking about the Overwatch League. Specifically, touching on last week's 3-0s real quick, and talking all about this week's games. And also, quarantine? We're playing Capture Point, baby. We're playing Capture Point, baby. Roll intro. Before we get into it, I wanted to remind you guys to follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, at Scrapyard Media. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and especially on YouTube, where we have some short clips. Xavier just did one recently. Yeah, people watch those. They're fun. They're cool. So, do we want to talk about last week at all? I mean, kind of nothing happened. There were a bunch of 3-0s. Literally, no, okay. So Xavier the, did a cool thing no, within the league. The only thing that matters about last week is Sparkle's debut. The rest of last week was Meh. boring 3-0s that were like, oh yeah, Washington got beat. Cool. Who cares? Yeah. But the the cool thing about last week was Sparkle making his debut. And not just making his debut, but playing Genji like the entire time. Which, n like, nobody really plays Genji because Genji's like kind of trash. Mm -hmm. But Paris basically did what, like, Vancouver did for Hawksaw, where they were just like, hey, let's wait until Sparkle gets his Dragon Blade, we Nano Blade, and then win. <laughs> and that kind of worked. And especially, I think it, it was a good debut because it was against Boston. And Boston isn't the worst anymore, but they're still not, like, A+. Plus. And uh -huh. so it was, like, a nice, like, entry game. It's not like they had to play the shock and, like, play all sweaty and it was a basically a showcase match for how good sparkle is and also right. how good sparkle is fitting with the rest of the roster because like you know he played with soon he played with nico and like it worked like he played some may and he, you know he played like safe and with his team but he also played genji and was like the entire focal point of the of the team uh -huh. and so it really shows like yeah he's really good and like uber pointed out on the broadcast like he just has to like calm down sometimes <laughs> with like his aggression but it was his first game so like yeah of course but like he'll figure it out but it does seem like he was worth the hype and it'll be cool when eventually xy comes back because then they'll kind of have like the full dps rotation of like Sparkle and Exy, Sparkle and Soon, Sparkle and Nico, Nico and Soon, Nico and Exy. Like, they'll have the full... Rotation, yeah. Yeah, and that's always neat. And then, like, the rest of the team is obviously very good. Um, it'd be cool to get Felder not playing on, like, 200 ping. <laughs> but even then, like, he's still really good. Yeah. But that's kind of it. Like, the rest of the games last week were just games that happened that all made sense. For sure. Yeah, so... And it was less games. And it was less games than, like, this week. Like, last week, uh, just not a lot of teams really played. You know, we didn't have the Shock. Uh, we didn't have Shanghai. And even, like, you know, there weren't two days of Chinese games either. It was just the one day of Asian games, and then the next day they had the, the day off. So, yeah. you know, it was just kind of like a, hey, we're back into it. But this week is more of, like, a true, you know, we're playing games kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess that leads us into playing 
Capture Point. Capture Point, it's back. If you don't know what the hell Capture Point is, we don't blame you. We don't. We haven't done it in a while, especially since, you know, uh, quarantine. It's impossible to do over. Because <laughs> then it gets awkward. Cause yeah, it's just. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, Capture Point, essentially, it is our way of making predictions for upcoming games and also debating why our predictions are better than other people. And I am an unholy, godly judge who shall see the sins of my fellow co hosts and tell them uh, you're dumb and then give them points. Of course. Uh, that's the most important thing. So, how it's going to go? We'll say the game. They will give their predictions, and then if there is a big discrepancy, they will defend their points. They'll each have 30 seconds about. Uh, I don't have a timer right now, so I'm just going to Mississippi it in my head. But you'll get the gist of it. Our first game on Saturday, the 20th of June, will be Seoul versus Guangzhou. Go. Seoul 3-1. Yeah, Soul 3-1. I mean, I see the charge being one map kind of people. It's it's what we've talked about before. It's the very first map where they have just the option to win by accident. Like, when it comes down to the assaults and those maps, it doesn't matter. But it, when it's a control map, anyone can win, even a bad team. And not saying the charge is a bad team, but anyone can win on a control right. map. See, this isn't like an educated opinion, but Seoul does awfully one week, and then they don't do awfully the next week, and so that's why I picked Seoul. Like, I'm not picking Seoul because of some, like, deep intellectual, like, game planning or strategy. I just think, like, alright, well, Seoul was trash last week, so, like, they're about due for, like, a really good performance, and then next week they'll, like, shit the bed again. So, th there's no educated analysis to this. It is just uh, superstition. <laughs> Basically. Then the next game is going to be London versus the Chengdu Hunter. Chengdu 3-2? Yeah. What do you really feel, Taylor? The judgment pen is out. Chengdu... Three, one. It's not a big difference, but I just feel like London shits the bed more often. Nah, I, see, my reasoning is Chengdu, I feel like, is a better team than London, like, full stop. And I don't think London is better than Chengdu, like, just in, like, the broad sense of the term. But I do think, like, this is, you know, I feel like last week it really, Sparkle's performance kind of showed that, like, Genji can be a thing and teams can succeed with, with a Genji and I think that obviously Jinmu is transcendently good at like all heroes um, they just haven't really figured out how to like maximize the entire team's performance and so I think based off what we saw last week I really do kind of see Chengdu maybe approaching some of like what Paris did in terms of like just playing around Jinmu maybe letting him just fuck on Genji and that'll push them past London but I don't think Chengdu is like good enough to completely like 3-0 splatter London right now because London is 
still performing like competently. Uh huh. Um, right. So that that game is a little bit more like up in the air. I just kind of think Chengdu just has a little bit more firepower, kind of going into things. What about the Spark versus New York? <laughs> New York three zero baby. Yeah, it's pretty cut and dry. Because yeah, the Spark, the Spark hasn't it. done anything to impress me. See, I don't think it's like super cut and dry because like. You know, we're gonna see more like Architect. Yeah, Architect should show up this week. Should. But like, not even like just the Architect thing. I think they're they're obviously like a solid team, but I just think New York right now with Haxel on their team almost feel low key unstoppable. Just in terms of like Haxel is kind of what they needed. In terms of just like you know they're playing more aggressive this season, and Haxel. Is an aggressive player. Yeah, and so he fits exactly into kind of like their their style, mm-hmm. and I just think adding Hoxall is is adding this whole new dynamic to the New York Excelsior that they didn't have with like their other DPS players who are good, but they don't have like super high BDE, you know. And Hoxall is the definition of BDE. Yeah, no, for sure. I just I just think. It's going to be fun seeing that matchup again because we haven't seen Architect and Haxel go against each other in a while. So I think it'll be fun to see that kind of rematch play out on two totally different teams. How do we feel about Sparkle shaking the shock? Fuck no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. So, what is your legitimate prediction in Shock versus Paris? Three shock 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Okay. Yeah, Shock 3-1. That's fair. A 3-2 isn't completely ridiculous. But no. I think... I just think the Shocker is a substantially better team over, like, not control maps. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, I could see the, you know, the Paris winning, like, the first control map, you know, off just skill. And then, and twi- then, and then Twitter and Reddit going, oh my god, your the- Shock's downfallen. And then the Shocker gonna, like, pull away. But, I mean... Y'all, the shock like just won their melee. Like they're not <laughs> they're going to roll Paris. But like it's not gonna be like a three one that's easy clap the last three maps. Like it's gonna be a three one where there are gonna be a lot of moments where Paris where you're like, Oh shit, Paris might actually win this. Yeah, for um, sure. Because Paris is really good. They just They're far they superior just do some, team than Yeah, they last just year. do some dumb shit in the clutch. Yeah. Or they win or they like lose fights where they very clearly should have won that fight. Yeah. Because they just don't finish. It's, it's, yeah, they just do, like, young team shit. Now we have Atlanta and Toronto. Uh, Taylor, go ahead. Atlanta? Three... Two? Okay, and Xavier? Toronto, three, one. Because I'm not a bitch. <laughs> Xavier, I will let you state your case first. Yeah, because this, seconds seconds this is the underdog pick. Alright, so basically, here, here's my rationale. I don't think Atlanta's good. I don't think Toronto is good. However, from last week, what Toronto showed, I really do enjoy, like, the Logic's Surefour kind of thing they got going on, and then also Zik getting some playtime. And so while, like, the team as a whole isn't, like, incredible, I do think Kareev, Logic's, and Surefour have been performing well enough that... I can see them, like, taking out uh, Atlanta, who haven't been looking like the hottest team. But 
it's not like the most confident like oh three one in the world. I just you know I just I just kind of see like Toronto's individual players having a good game, mm-hmm. uh, and you know Kariv fucking making Dogman look like a second rate support. That's true. Um, I picked Atlanta just because. I don't know. I still don't know how to feel about Toronto. Because I feel like they do, like we said about Paris, they do young team shit even though they have like a bunch of veterans. But the veterans that they do have on their team are also like people who perhaps didn't play as cohesively in the past. The thing with like Toronto's veterans are like, like Sherfort isn't a hard carry anymore. If he's ever been a hard carry. But, like, now he's, like, just not a hard carry type player. Logix is doing his goddamn best. But he's just one dude. And, you know, just kind of if you look all over their roster, like... You know... Kariv is obviously Kariv. But, like, that's... He doesn't count for this assessment. But, like, Nevix is fine. And Beast wasn't incredible. But now Numlocked is playing more... And so it's like, Numlocked is good, but he's not like some A plus level player, and Cruz is not <laughs> an A level player. So I just think that like they have these weird, like a lot of players that are like fan favorites and people really enjoy, but I think as you watch these games, they're like super hot and cold, because even when Toronto wins games, it's always ugly. I don't think Toronto really wins like pretty. Right? Yeah, it's always like. Well, they did it, but it it kind of sucked. Again, I just think Atlanta played more plays more co- cohesively. Sure, 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 sure. What about Gladiators versus the Outlaws? How do you guys? How are you seeing that going? Fucking Gladiators three one, and the only reason Houston wins a map is because like Linkser kills a bunch of things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the um Again, we're not the, the biggest biggest from. fans of the Gladiators. Yeah, but real recognize real. Yeah. And the Gladiators are stupid right now. They have like Mirror is not like incredible, but he's better than a lot of flex DPS. And obviously Bird Ring is a bird ring. But I think the biggest thing that like separates the Gladiators from fucking teams like Houston is just elite tank play and like elite support play because obviously Shaz and Big Goose are like perfectly acceptable and are like you know a bonded pair like if they're cats and their biggest strengths come from OG being like this hyper aggressive in your face kind of player and then you have Space who is still like the best western off tank and Space is having a season where it's like He's probably going to be an MVP candidate because yeah. he is that good in terms of just how he's been playing this season. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, so you just ha- kind of have to look at things and be like, yeah, like, what the fuck is Houston going to do? But they're going to win a map because, like... That's how it'll happen. Yeah, That's like, just... Linkser is going to pop off. Or... Somebody. Yeah. like Someone will do Most something. likely Linkser. Like, Linkser is going to have a really good map and it's going to, like, push them past. But, like, in the long-term gladiators are going to like overpower them and you know if we saw like from last week with like lh cloudy like playing like dive rhine 
like they might bust that out again which fucking I don't even know if Houston can like deal with that <laughs> yeah I don't yeah that's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun game at least so before we get into the two China games back to back we have Dallas versus Vancouver Decay is gonna have like some legendary game it's gonna be like Dallas 3-0 <laughs> It's so funny that we thought of at the beginning of the year when we were doing our preseason stuff that we were like, it, poor Dallas. <laughs> poor Dallas right. and Valiant. They have to go up against these mega teams. And now we're like, oh, look, Dallas could actually win a couple of games. Yeah, Dallas is better than all these bad teams. <laughs> just because of Decay. Like, Decay is the one player that's just rolling everybody. Decay is such a hard carry. Yeah, but you also kind of like have to look at like what Dallas is kind of in general, like the small incremental improvements they've had. Like they just oh, picked, yeah. Like they picked up the dude from Team, en- Team Envy Oni God, who everybody talks about as being really good. Mm-hmm. They've like made you know, like clearly good decisions of like picking up Decay and Doha and kind of playing around them as like their whole strategy. Like you can watch them and be like Oh yeah, they're just like letting decay frag. And that's kind of how they're winning. And obviously that strategy doesn't push them past the elite teams, but it perfectly works for like what they're doing now. Um but like Dallas isn't complacent. You can tell picking up Oni God, getting Crimzo, like they're not complacent in what they are and you can tell they actually want um like some kind of recognition. Yeah, like playoff success. Yeah. Uh but this game is just going to be decay Dog stomping six other people. It's gonna be like it's gonna be fun just because how good Decay is, but like it's not gonna be fun if you're like a Titans fan. Because even like Shockwave, like he doesn't have his echo. And so he can't like, you know, pop off in that way. Like the rest of the Titans. Yeah, like the Titans are looking better, but they're not ready for the Yeah, they're not like at that level yet. But they're like distinctly looking better. It's just yeah, in comparison to their first game to now. Yeah, they're like a team now. Yeah. You <laughs> Instead can, of just like six dudes that are like, hey, you guys are a team now. I'm like, what? Who? Yeah. Who am I on a team with? Yeah. So, like I was saying, we have the China games back-to-back of Guangzhou versus Huangzhou, and then Chengdu versus Shanghai. So the first game, the charge versus the spark, how does that go? Probably the charge? Yeah, uh, probably. Three, oh. I would say 3-1 if Spark is feeling spicy. Some of these, like, Asian Pacific games be, like, surprise 3-0s, and so I think this is going to be one of those. Guangzhou was the number one seed going into the main melee last season, or last Season? (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, I don't think that changes with the charge. I don't think they change as a team. Um, And obviously, like, Guangzhou Spark isn't complete yet. Um, they picked up that dude, what, QOQ or something? Yeah, QOQ. Yeah, they picked him up. He's very good. He was from Runaway. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, he's not going to play this weekend. Like, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I doubt it. So, like, if they're they, not... If they were to put him in this... Yet. Yeah, if they were to put him in this weekend, it's, like... They're still, like, onboarding the homies. It's the, it's the idea of who who did they bring in who had never played before in Dallas? <laughs> Taimu and shit. Like, out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. They brought time and went just, like, out of nowhere when he didn't play the, the entire season before. Yeah, like, it's just, it's, it's, it would be something like that where it's like, uh, just throw him in. Just like, you need try. time. Like, yeah. Hoxel was signed and he wasn't, like, immediately thrown in there. 
Yeah. And then Hunters versus Dragons. Dragons 3-0? Listen, man. Yes. <laughs> but... I mean, yes, Dragons 3-0. Like, that's the score. But... it's. I'm not stupid to think that, like, Chengdu won't suddenly... Do some shit. Play the greatest games of their life. Yeah, you can't... <laughs> You can't. There's no accounting for luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no accounting for chaos energy. Uh, but Shanghai three zero. Like Shanghai is the best team in the league right now. For sure. New York versus London. It's a tale as old as time. New York three one maybe. I, I can see London taking them out. Yeah. But yet again, New York. The one is the the war of eighteen twelve. Yeah, but fucking New York versus uh, Hawks. Like New York and Hawks all. I just think is. Like, I'm not going to stop singing the praises of, like, Hawksell being on New York until they get, like, destroyed. Yeah, that's true. But that until makes... then, like, I'm not picking against them. Because I really think that, like, this duo that they have going on right now is... Or, you know, not this duo, but, like, this, like, combination of picking up Hawksell is something that can't be understated in how, like, dominant it can be. Because Hawksell... Because for all we know, Hoxel could, like, never die. Because he has Jonak and Animo like, healing him. That right. is so true. Yeah, like, there's just... Fucking nanoblades there's don't come... So nanoblades don't come harder than Jonak elevating you. Yeah, there's so much that New York has going for them. Especially now with yeah. Haxel. And they're, like, a competent organization, so... For sure. After that, we have Boston versus Philly, which I am not excited for. I was going to act like I was, but I'm really not. No, I'm excited for this game. Are you? Yes, Boston's good now. They're not, like, bad. Anymore. Yeah. And Philly can lose games. Yeah, Philly has lost. See, like, that's the thing with this game. Like, I'm going to pick Philly, probably, like, 3-1, but I think this is going to be a good game just because Boston isn't trash anymore. Like, Color Hex has been performing well. Jerry is obviously good, but then, like, the rest of the team has stepped up. And they seem to be playing more, like, as a team and cohesively. And Philly can get caught. They're not often going to get caught. I mean, let's not be stupid. They've, won they've lost one regular season game this season. So, like, they're not trash. Mm -hmm. But I do think that they are able to get caught on, like, the right day. They're not going to this week. But it's going to be, like, a really good game of Boston, like, playing up to Philly. Instead of Philly just, like stomping Boston. And as we said, uh, Boston is slowly but surely getting back into the group. Things. It'll be a fun 3-1. It won't until, be like a sad 3-1. You know, until they trade away their whole team again. Nah, Jerry protect him at all costs. So then we have a game I'm actually interested in, which is Valiant versus Florida. Fucking Florida easy clap 3-0, baby. That's why I want to watch it, is like watching Florida win. Yeah, Florida 3-0. Unfortunately, Valiant is still not up to and they still need work done and again I just think Florida has improved vastly beyond what we expected them to do Florida is the new like Atlanta third season like third quarter of last season right I mean fucking Florida 3-0 like I don't know this game is less interesting to me than Philly Boston to be honest because I think Florida is going to beat the Valiant. Yeah, it's more competent. Yeah. For sure. But yet again, like, the Valiant aren't shitty, so it's not going to be yeah, a bad game. Yeah. Now, my only question is, on Sunday, 
Do you think? Fuck no. Do, no, Nathan, do don't even put that out there into the universe. No, the West will do a reverse manifest destiny. West coast, best coast, and push east and destroy. Like the Washington Justice are going to get rolled. The San Francisco Shocker, highly efficient. The only uh, way Washington Justice. No, there is no, no. Could win is if they still had Corey on their team. <laughs> no, like not even then. I uh, know, I know. Because all they have is Corey. <laughs> Like, I, yeah, I don't, like... Poor Washington. Jonu is going to have to play the greatest game any off-tank has ever played in his life. <laughs> to actually do something to To have Washington team. win a map. <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. so that's Shock 3-0, yeah. and it's going to be another, like, oh, damn, Boston, that's a shame. Because Boston's doing the Florida thing, where they're like, let's drop all our players and go full Korean for... Washington. Yeah, Washington's doing the Florida thing. You said Boston. Oh, well, Washington is doing the Florida thing, where, like, last season, Florida was like, we're going all Korean for... Because Koreans are good at video games, you know? And so it's like, Washington's doing the same, where they're like, we're going all Korean. Why? Because Koreans are good at Overwatch. But yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, okay, like, you pick up Stitch. You pick up the Titans. <laughs> yeah, like, you pick up Stitch, who's like, there's better DPS out there. Like, fucking Kevster exists. You could have threw him a lot of money. Fucking. There's plenty of more. There's all these, like, badass dudes and contenders, and they decide to pick up Stitch. But, like, Janu, very good. Yeah. Then, like, the rest of the team is just, like, I feel like it's dudes that are on the team that they just could can't cut. Like, I don't think, like, other than Janu, I don't think, like, the rest of these dudes are going to be on this team next year. For sure. Ark's probably gone. Fucking. Most of this team will be, like, completely traded out or yeah it's gonna be a florida thing where like they're gonna pick up just like some roster and then yeah. try and figure it out but like washington at least this season is kind of a dud now um <laughs> but like johnny's cool at least at least they have like, at least he has a job the, I don't know. johnny has they have johnny which one johnny has a job and then johnny also can be what they build the rest of the yeah, team around he's around you know like it's just like a very haphazard, oh, we're going full Korean kind of rash decision that if they never works out. Yeah, if they didn't have somebody like Janu, like if they traded away Janu and they were like, we're going to build our team around Stitch, I would be conser concerned. But I feel like they can now build their team around Janu instead of just kind of picking really good, okay yeah. players. But that's the thing about like the going all Korean bullshit. Like, it's just such like a a weird crutch of like we're going Korean as if that like suddenly makes you like a good team when fucking that doesn't work because like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of like Korean players to like fill out your roster and you're not really doing like an educated like hmm we should pick up fucking Kaiser maybe or like you know like like really think about like yeah, not who you want to get and if you look at like the top teams or even just like the good teams like they're mixed rosters now. Paris, we have the Shock, we have fucking Philly, we have um, Boston is mixed, we have the Valiant who are mixed. Like, mixed rosters are like... The Toronto. Yeah, like, mixed rosters are the move now. And I think going, like, all Korean, unless you have, like, the Koreans, is just, like, not, like, the play, you know? Um, it works in Asian Pacific region because, like, Shit, the entire team. Like, every Asian Pacific team is damn near an all-star team. Outside of, like, London. But the rest of them are filled with, like, super good players. 
Um, but then you look at NA, and it's like when teams go full Korean out here, it's Washington kind of like having just like fine players. Or it's Florida last season where it's like. They had Sia player. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. You have like Zephyr and fucking like Chris. Like, Chris isn't bad, but like, you know, like last season wasn't like lighting the world on fire. Yeah. It's like, damn, look at all these crazy players that were in like Korean contenders that maybe you could have bought out and like make a real run out of it. Uh, so it's just kind of like a weird thing. But, you know, I'm sure Washington knows they're not like going to win this season. Yeah, for sure. It's more it's... about just like, hey, we're here. Let's let's try and win it. You know, let's do our best. For sure. And, I mean, luckily these games are more... There's more games this weekend, so there's more to watch. Yeah. And then that means we'll have more to talk about next week when we record an episode. Yes, ma'am. Hell yeah. Whether it's with Xavier in person or not. Probably not. Probably not. Just because we're in person doesn't mean you get to be in person. Yeah. I'm only in person because my car is getting worked on down the street. And also, he's been, like, quarantined, and we're pretty fairly certain that we're all cool. Yeah, I don't be running up and, like, hugging motherfuckers in Target, you know? Yeah, like... Yeah, but, like, don't... Don't, like... Wear, wear a mask. <laughs> wash <laughs> your hands. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Uh, don't have unprotected sex. That's not COVID-19, but that's just in general. Yeah, that's just good safety tips. If you're going... Don't don't just don't go out places and do things like it's normal. It's not normal. Don't puff puff fast. Yeah, Glock like, 17s are more reliable than Glock 18s. Yo, I'm moving to Arizona, and I guess that we can close this uh, podcast with every gun that's in Overwatch. I could probably buy in Arizona. I Xavier, no guns exist in Overwatch. Soldier's in gun is close enough. I mean, barely. It's a pulse wire. Dog, if, if if Zarya's weapon existed IRL, you could probably I could it. purchase it in Arizona. I could purchase it at, like a gun auction in Arizona, and like no one would care. They'd be like, "Hey, yeah, we'll see you at the range next week, brother." I'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> Arizona sounds lit. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna be doing all kinds of things that would be illegal in California, but are like totally fine in Arizona. Open carry a bow and arrow. <laughs> no one could stop me because it's a Republican state. For now. Freedom, baby. For now. But, like, equal rights, too. Like, you know. Should I end the podcast? Happy Juneteenth, guys. Yes, you should. Outro! <laughs>